So many agents get into the business and they really don't have, it's like everybody with the heartbeat that could potentially buy or sell a home is somebody that they can work with. And it's a huge mistake because it's too broad. Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the Smart Agents Podcast. My name is Michael Walter and I'll be your host. In today's episode, we're joined by Tim Fitzpatrick, president of Rialto Marketing. Based in Denver, Colorado, Tim spent a handful of years as a real estate agent himself and knows firsthand how difficult it can be for agents to stand out from the crowd. During our conversation, Tim shares his top three marketing fundamentals for success. Now, before we get on to the day's featured interview, make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents Podcast. You can find the show on all major podcasting platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now Amazon Music. Also, if you or someone else on your team has an awesome story or tip to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. We're always on the lookout for new stories to share. All right, let's get on to the day's featured interview with Tim Fitzpatrick. I really enjoyed our conversation and I've added a link to the episode description to get more of his great marketing advice. All right, well, yeah, so really the way I like to start everything out is if you could just introduce yourself a little bit to us, where you're at in the country and kind of a little bit of your background in the real estate you know, industry and marketing space. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Michael. I uh, appreciate you having me and I'm excited to dig into this today. But So my name is Tim Fitzpatrick. My company is Rialto Marketing. Um, just quick background. I When I got out of college, I ended up getting involved with a wholesale distribution company. My dad was a partner in that business. Um, didn't think I was super entrepreneurial, but that really got my entrepreneurial juices going. We grew that company at 60% a year for nine years and we sold it. When I got out of that, I um, I transitioned into, into residential real estate. I was a realtor for about two and a half, three years. Um, I did not like it. It was not for me, Michael. Um, but your audience knows it can be a very, it can be an awesome profession. You can make a lot of money. It can be super rewarding. It was just not the right fit for me. But when I got into it, I was I was in 2010. I was I started door knocking people that were in foreclosure tons of foreclosures. I started doing a lot of short sale business. I learned a ton. I was putting myself outside my comfort zone every day, but man, I reached a point where I started waking up and I'm like, oh my God, I got to do this all over again. So I was like, I got to do something different. That's when I, I shifted to marketing. I started thinking about, hey, where are my, my passions? What am I great at? Um, who can I help? And that's when I got into marketing, which is what we're doing today. And we primarily work with, with small business owners, helping them. You know, we find a lot of people battling information overload with marketing. There's so many channels, so many tactics. And as a result, they don't know what the next right step should be to get where they want to go. So we help them create, implement, and manage a marketing plan to communicate the right message to the right people so they can build results at last, which is what we're all looking for. Right. And for real estate agents, I mean, every agent out there is their own small business. So your yes. tips and what you do for these small business is absolutely applicable to our, our agents and our audience. And, and what, we, what we talk about from a marketing fundamental standpoint, it, the fundamentals are immutable. I don't care what discipline it is. They, they're the, they do not change. So the marketing fundamentals apply to every business. It does not matter what business you're in. Right. So talking about those marketing fundamentals, as somebody that's kind of breaking into real estate, what are some of those things that they really need to be thinking about on the front end, like as they're, you know, preparing to get into the industry, but then also as they're first starting. 
So everything from a marketing standpoint starts with your target market. Who are you going to serve and how are you going to serve those people? And from a real estate standpoint, so many agents get into the business and they really don't have, it's like everybody with a heartbeat that could potentially buy or sell a home is somebody that they can work with. And it's a huge mistake because it's too broad. It makes it really hard to get in front of the right people and to communicate the right message to those people. You know, so when I got in, look, when I got into real estate, I've, I started out just like I said, like, hey, you got a heartbeat, you got money, you can, are you looking to buy or sell? Cool, I can help you. And I, at the times, I, when I first started, I was with Keller Williams and there was an agent um, in the Keller Williams office that I was in who had been in the business for about a year, year and a half. And he was absolutely killing it with short sale business. That's, that was his niche. You know, there's so many different ways to niche and specialize in real estate. You've got to find that one that's going to make sense for you because look, what, when we go to the doctor, right? Like if you, if you, if you need heart surgery, do you want a general practitioner or do you want, you know, a heart surgeon, right? You want a heart surgeon. You want somebody that knows what they're, what they're doing. And when you specialize in niche, that's exactly what you're, you're doing. You, you were telling people, hey, look, I am the expert in this space or these are the specific types of people that I work with and help. And it makes everything from a marketing standpoint that much easier. You know, so when we talk about your target market, there's multiple ways you can niche in real estate, right? You could niche in a specific geographic area, right? You could niche with the specific types of properties, right? Luxury property, uh, condos, townhouses, whatever it may be. For me, it was, it was short sales, right? It was people that were in foreclosure. Um, it could be the type of client, right? I've seen people in real estate who, you know, I work with uh, women, women who are in the middle of divorce, right? That's super, super niche. But guess what? If those are the people that you work with, you know exactly what challenges they have, what, what their circumstances may be and know how to help them through that and find the real estate uh, that's going to help them get to that next step where they want to go. So right. everything starts from target market. You've got to figure out who you want to serve. Right. And when you're talking about that target market and as you're starting out and it can be some kind of difficult to figure out and, you know, and kind of decide how, what that target market is going to be. So yep. what, what kind of tips do you have out there for like really kind of doing that introspective look at your own career and what you're wanting to do yeah. to really kind of pinpoint this, this you're totally right, Michael. It is. I don't want to make this sound easy because it's not, but it is, but it can be simple, right? We just have to put in the work when we're just starting out. I think it's a little bit more challenging. If you're an agent and you've been in business for a while, right. And you have past customers, you can just go back to your past clients. Who did you love working with? Who did you get, you know, who did you get great results for? Who are profitable, right? One of the reasons why I was not enjoying what I was doing when I was in real estate was at the time, a lot of short sales in the Denver Metro market where I was at were on the lower end of the market. So I was doing all this work I was paying, the, the bank was taking part of the money, the, you know, the short sale coordinator was taking part of it. My, my agency was taking part of it. And by the time it was all said and done, I was like, oh my God, I just did all that work for, for this. 
Like this is not making sense. Um, so we, if you have past customers, look at that and go, gosh, maybe I, are there commonalities between these past customers that I loved working with that were profitable that I, you know, they, they were just super happy find those commonalities and you may find who your ideal clients are and that's going to help you niche. If you're just starting out, you've got to think about you look, you can do research, right? Google is your friend. There's so much information online now, right? There's, there's all kinds of forums for real estate agents, right? Start to pick the brains of other people that are already in the business, right? I got, I had the benefit of, it was not easy to get into the short sale business, but the guy who turned me on to it, man, he was willing to share everything that he was doing. He came from a very abundant mindset and he showed me how to do it. So even if you're just starting out, there's people out there that can help you start to hone in on that. But you got to think about, are there things in your past experience that you can, and, and expertise that you have that can, will lend themselves to what you're doing in real estate that are going to help you find out where you want to specialize. Right. And then kind of going from that, it's getting that message out there and start, you know, sharing that, Hey, this is my, this is what I am an expert in. This is, you know, how do you start, how do you start building that message and, you know, marketing yourself as that expert in the specific niche? There's, so there's a couple of things we want to hone in on here. One you can't create your marketing message until you first know who that target market is, right? Um, that's why it's so important to really understand your target market. The message to somebody that is in foreclosure is totally different than the message for, you know, I'm working with women and they're, that are getting divorced. Two totally different messages. So we, once we know who we're trying to reach and who we intend to work with, then we can start to enter the conversation that they're having in their mind as it relates to real estate. And then and only then can we create that message. Now, there are a couple mistakes that people make. Everybody, I did not, this is not just real estate agents with marketing messaging. One, they make it difficult for people to really understand what they do and the benefits, right? And when we confuse people, we lose them, like confused people, they do not buy. So we need to be clear, not clever with our message. The second big thing is people talk too much about themselves. Like our customers don't care, like your clients don't care about you. They care about, can you help them find the home that they want? Or can you help them sell their home? They care about how you can help them get from where they currently are to where they want to be. And your message needs to focus on that, not on you. Right. Michael, this super simple test, right? Anybody that's listening to or watching this, when you are done, go online and type out whatever, uh, you know, purchase a home, Denver, wherever you are. And I want you to look at the five websites for your competitors that come up there. If you cover their logo, can you determine who the hell that person is? I guarantee you they are all saying, if not the same message, a very similar message. And that is not differentiating you from your competitors one bit. Right. And in today's market and the way things have been going, there's a flood of new agents coming in and it's so difficult for them to, to differentiate themselves. Yeah. And you have to be able to, you have to be able to differentiate yourself. If, if you can't differentiate yourself, you're just going to be the same as everybody else. And if you're the same as everybody else, 
how are you going to compete? And what ends up happening is most people start competing on price, right? Oh, well, I'll reduce my commission. Well, that's not a good way to make a living long-term. Right. So when somebody's like really kind of like sitting down and they're figuring out, okay, I really need to kind of build my plan of attack. What are some of those, you know, those things for them to really kind of create that plan that's going to, you know, is it, is it, it's not an overnight process. It is something that there's steps involved and it does take a while. Yeah, it, I totally agree with you. The other thing we need to keep in mind as we're talking about these fundamentals, your target market, your messaging, your plan, man, none of this stuff is set in stone. Like people think, oh my gosh, if I make this decision, like that's it. No, our businesses are evolving. The market evolves. If I was still in real estate, would I still be doing short sale business? Hell no. Like it's not there anymore. So it's okay, but we have to make decisions because once we make choices, our path forward becomes so much clearer. So it's okay to make these decisions. Just know that they're not going to be set in stone. Should you be changing your marketing message every week? No, you should not. But, you know, you should be reviewing what's going on with your business every, you know, six to 12 months. And you may make updates as you get that information. But from a plan standpoint, one, there is no perfect plan. Okay. So you got to just start with the plan because here's the thing. If you don't have a plan, everything looks like an opportunity. Everything looks like an opportunity and you just end up becoming a squirrel chasing a nut, right? And that's no way to gain traction. So from a planning standpoint, what I would tell you is first, target market and messaging, those lay the foundation. And then from a plan standpoint, we need to keep this simple, okay? And we, we actually use a six-step 90-day marketing plan template. 90 days is long enough for you to start to see whether you're gaining traction, but it's a short enough period of time where you can start to make course corrections and you just wash, rinse, repeat every 90 days. Keep it simple. If I was just starting out as an agent again, I would be focusing on who am I going to serve? What's my message going to be to that market? And then the first thing that I would do is figure out who the heck is already working with those people that may be able to refer me. Referrals in real estate are huge. It is like, to me, that is where it makes the most sense to start. And if you specialize, it becomes that much easier to get in front of and find those people that may be working with your ideal clients. For example, if I'm specializing in working with women that are getting divorced, who the heck, who the heck are great referral partners for me? Family law attorneys, right? Right, um, exactly. You know, so, but, and then I can have that, a very clear message to those family law attorneys of why somebody should, why they should be sending me business and how I can help their clients. But also your message too is what's important to those family law attorneys for their clients. Right. Right. So that's where I would start. And then you can expand from there for, for your audience. That's been in the business for a while. Where should you focus right now in your plan? Look at what's already working. Something's already working. Mm -hmm. Look at what's already working. And then my guess is for most of them, it's referrals. But the thing is, are referrals, have you optimized that process? Are you consistently asking for referrals? You know, do you have a system for it? If you don't, fill the gaps that you have and do more of what you're already doing to get the results that you're getting. That's how you're going to get 
the the quickest results and the best return with your marketing to start. Right. I really like what you said about the, you know, the, with the family law and the divorce attorneys, because that's something that we, you know, we, we talk about all the time is like building those, building those partnerships with that, with those people that can be a constant source of a pipeline. And it, it is simply by, it is simply, especially with the divorce attorneys in particular, it's just, you're providing a service that helps alleviate one big headache for them. Yes, absolutely. And it's, you're just a partner for them, right? You can make them look good. Um, you can help them. You can, you can offload some of the stuff that they may right. be concerned about. Um, and so, you know, that's just one example of, yeah. of many. It's just once you determine where you're going to focus, then it becomes that much easier to figure out where you need to be. Right. I'll give you an, I'll give you another quick example here outside of real estate, but once you know who your target market is, so let's say, for example, I was focusing on chiropractors. Okay. I can go, once I know I want to work with chiropractors, I can go online and I can start to search where the heck are chiropractors, man. I do a target market workshop and I spent, I don't service chiropractors by the way, but I spent 15, 20 minutes online. I had 15 different places where chiropractors are, uh, associations they belong to, trade publications, uh, shows, events that they go to, podcasts, influencers in the space. Those are all places that I can now go to get in front of the right people. And when I know I'm servicing chiropractors, then I can also start to think about, gosh, who, who comes before me with that works with chiropractors, who's working with chiropractors when I'm working with them and who's working with chiropractors after I'm done working with them. Those are all people that could be really strong referral partners. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's once you start like really kind of diving into the, uh, the people that could be referral partners that, that web, like it really kind of expands out when you, yeah. oh, when yeah. you kind of really start thinking about every little layer in there. Um, as, just as an agent, like if you think about, how many people are involved in the transaction? That is a exactly. great source of people. Tons, right? Tons. The challenge, I think, is, you know, the most agents go to, well, okay, well, you know, title companies and, you know, uh, mortgage brokers. But the problem is they're all, they're all getting hit up big time by, by real estate agents. So, uh, that's not to say that they can't be good referral partners, but gosh, if you go to those people with a very specific message of the of the specific types of people that you work with, gosh, it's going to be a heck of a lot easier to stand out from all the other agents that are reaching out to them. Um, and then I would just say, think outside the box. There's all kinds of other people, depending on where you niche in real estate, that could be great referral partners that aren't not getting approached by so many other competitors. Right. Absolutely. One of the other things you touched on there earlier was, you know, that the plan is not set in stone and especially in real estate because the market changes so often. Yeah. But I think it is really important to be proactive in your planning. So always just kind of paying attention and having some kind of, uh, you know, maybe if it's not something you're going to be using anytime soon, but kind of have that list of ideas, you know, off to the side or, Hey, how am I going to, pivot my message if the market, you know, all of a sudden really slows down and we are back to doing more short sales. Yep. Well, and so one of the things that, that 
we do with our, our 90 day plan template is we, we've got our priorities for the next 90 days, but as things come up, cause they're going to come up, right? We just catalog those as potential elements that we, we may want to consider in the future, or we may need to look at, but man, I'm not going to focus on those right now, unless I've already nailed my priorities for the next 90 days. It keeps us focused. It keeps us disciplined so that we can take the right actions that have the highest likelihood of getting us to where we want to be. Right. So when I talk to a lot of agents, one of the, you know, it usually is two different schools. You have the ones that are like super big on the social media, personal branding side of things. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other ones that are really, you know, spend more time on the, the messaging through like the blogging or the educational type content. Where do you, you know, do you find one of those to be more valuable than the other in the long term? really? They can both work. Okay. They both work. What's, what I think is a more important question is whether we're talking about content or social or any other marketing channel. The question I think agents need to ask themselves is which of these channels like resonate with me? Like if I tell you, oh my God, you've got to do social and you're like, oh, I can't stand Facebook. Or do you think you're going to do a good job at it? No, you're not. So you've got to find those channels that really resonate with you because then you'll do those consistently. And it's the consistency over time that is going to pay off because you are not going to go on social media or start creating a blog and have instant success. These are all long-term strategies. Um, I think they intertwine, right? Because if you're doing content, that's content that you can also use mm -hmm. on social media, right? Um, you really have to find those channels that resonate with you and then do them consistently over time. But any, any tactic, any channel can work. The, just think of the fundamentals that we talked about, messaging, target market, your plan. Those are the fuel. The channels and the tactics are the vehicle. If you don't have the fundamentals in place, you got a vehicle with no fuel. Right. It's not going to work very long. Right. So, you know, just before we're kind of wrapping up, we've talked about, you know, really kind of honing in on your target marketing, you know, your target market and kind of building that, you know, that message to target that market, what are some of the other, you know, those other, you know, fundamental things that people are just bypassing and they really need to pay attention to? Got, well, you know, Michael, we really, we covered it. Target market, messaging, and then having a plan. Those three things are the fundamentals in my opinion. Everybody, you know, depending on who you, who you listen to or watch from a marketing perspective, they, they may be slightly, slightly different, but gosh, everything starts with target market. If you don't know that you can't create great messaging and then you, you're not going to have much of a plan if you don't know what the message is going to be and where you're going to put it in front of. So it's always going to come back to that. Here's what I would tell people. Do not overcomplicate marketing. It is so easy to do because there's so many different channels now and there's so many different tactics. Just keep it simple Take, take the next measurable step that you need to take with your marketing to get to where you want to go. And after you take that step, then figure out what the next step is and just do it and do it consistently. Like in real estate, they always talk about, you know, 
having that cons- consistency in prospecting, right? You know, when, when I was in it, it's been a little while, so I don't know, they may still be talking about some of the same stuff, but you know, you know, are you gonna, are you gonna cold call? Are you gonna, you know, email people? How are you gonna, what cadence are you gonna take from a prospecting perspective to take those actions you need to on a daily basis to get where you wanna be? Your marketing is no different. You just need to f- keep it simple, focus on one thing at a time. If you wanna do social media, don't try to be on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. No, pick one where your target market is, nail that, and then start to expand from there. Right. And then, you know, with that, and you touched on a little bit, and I think, you know, with the 90-day plan, I think that's a really good time frame for things. But where is that kind of the 90 days that you give things to kind of see if they are working for you? If they're starting to gain traction, that's another mistake that people make with planning right? We, we think too short-term. We need to think long-term with marketing because most things from a marketing perspective, you're not going to know in 90 days. You may start to have inklings of, oh yeah, you know what? I think we might be onto something. Okay. Most people give up too quickly. Oh, I tried social media. Well, what'd you do? How long did you do? Oh, I, you know, I started posting on Facebook. I did it for, for two months. Okay. Uh, it's not long enough. So 90 days is long enough to start seeing some traction. I'm not going to tell you it's, you're going to have everything dialed in because you won't. We need to think long-term. If you think long-term with marketing, you'll be far more successful because a lot of people give up before they give it the opportunity to work. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Is there anywhere else that people can find more you know, of these awesome tips and this kind of stuff from you? Uh, yeah, I appreciate that, Michael. Uh, two places they can go. One is our website, which is rialtomarketing.com. So that's R-I-A-L-T-O marketing.com. The other place, if if your agents want our 90-day marketing plan template and kit, they can go to growthmarketingplan.com. So growthmarketingplan.com. There's an instructional video that walks you through the template, the template itself, sample plans, all the tools and resources they need to get started with their marketing plan so they can start getting consistent results are right there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And it's one of those things I always love having, you know, uh, marketing experts on because it's so applicable to the real estate industry because everybody, again, everybody is running their own small business. Yep. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for having me, Michael. I really appreciate it. I want to thank Tim for joining us today and really appreciate all the great tips he gave for honing in on your target market. Remember, you can find much more from Tim and Rialto Marketing through the link in the episode description. So once again, if you think you or someone else on your team has an awesome story or tip to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. Well, that wraps things up for this episode. But remember, follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Again, I'm Michael Walter, and we'll see you on the next episode.